Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Mike Chu, a physical therapist, certified dementia practitioner, and your alternative career coach. Welcome to our career healthcare podcasting show, where we talk about different ways to find your alternative career and achieve both work and financial freedom. So visit our website, drmikechua.com or alternativehealthcarecareers.com for more information. Again, thank you for watching and listening. Welcome to our show. Be awesome, be great, be excellent, ACG. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Mike Chu again, physical therapist and certified dementia practitioner. And welcome to our special webinar tonight. Tonight, we have a special guest. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, We are streaming live now in our big Facebook group called Alternative Careers Group. And for those people who uh, have registered in our uh, webinar in Zoom, Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I can see Alexis, Nicole. Nicole, we already talked. Alexis, you're in Clarksville. Anita and Lorraine and another number there. Thank you very much for coming over. I appreciate appreciate you all for joining both in our webinar and also in our Facebook group. So if you are watching live in our Facebook group, just for the sake of saying this, uh, I got to say it, right? If you're watching live, Please comment live so we know you are watching live because it also helps with the interaction in our group. So if you're watching live, comment live. If you're watching on the replay, comment replay. And if you are watching on our webinar, there is a an option, uh, the chat box in our Zoom. You know, if you got any questions uh, to Giselle or to me. Uh, just put it on the chat box. And if you have any concerns or violent reaction, put it on the chat box and we will try to make it happen. All right. Again, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm here at home in Martin, Tennessee, and it's seven o'clock, like what I said, in Central Standard Time. We're going to start. Let me introduce the awesome, the amazing, the very whatever you call it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Giselle Miranda. Miranda. Uh, from Houston, Texas, she's Hello. an occupational therapist, and uh, she's going to teach us tonight, tonight, how to start your own sensory gym. Okay, Giselle, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, So, uh, and tell us where you're from. I already told them what you do, and uh, what is it? What's this start your own sensory gym? Help us. Yeah, absolutely. Financial um, freedom, sister. Well, I'm Giselle. I'm an OT, like Mike says. Um, Well, a few years back, I started my own sensory gym. Um, I was actually working in a hospital, which I loved. I loved being there. I was there for like six years, but I wanted a little bit more. I wanted uh, more time with my family. I wanted to feel like I was making a difference in my community. I wanted more flexibility. I wanted, I just felt like I was meant for more. And so my husband and I just started chatting and just trying to brainstorm ideas of what we wanted to do. And I remember us going into just like this playground, indoor playground with um, my daughters. And I was telling my husband, I could use this for this, you know, treatment. I could use this other thing for this other treatment. And then we were like, well, why don't we just make our own gym and make it work? And that's how the idea kind of came about. and yeah, and I'm just excited to share about what worked for me and how I was able to do it and and um, where it's gotten me nowadays with my family. So 
Excited is it to hear. really that simple? I mean, is it really that well, simple? You talk I about mean, it, okay, let's go ahead and do this and then boom. That's kind of how, I mean, it took, it took a few months. It wasn't like, yes, let's do this today. And let's, it just happened. Um, it was a lot of researching, a lot of planning ahead, a lot of long nights. Cause I'm not one. My husband is more of an impulsive one to say, Hey, let's just do this. I'm more of the researcher and planner and, you know, takes my, my time to do things. So it, it, I think it took from the moment we decided to do so, it took us probably six months or so to actually open up and, you know, fine tune things, do all of our research and get things going. So. Awesome. Awesome. I guess the bottom line there is uh, taking action. You know, yeah. everybody has this awesome idea. I've got, I'm sure, and the rest of the people who are watching and listening right now, but we can get all these crazy ideas, but if we don't take action, it's not going to do you good. And that's what I like about Giselle here. She took action, she took ownership, and she implemented it. So, all right, go ahead, Giselle. Uh, should I move on to the next slide? Sure. I think the next one was like an intro slide. But... Well, before I before I start, is this actually your picture here? I mean, your yeah. So every picture is in here is from my gym. So oh wow, a little glimpse. I'm excited. <laughs> so who's this kid here? Here. Uh, no, that was just one of the kiddos that came over to the gym. Um, I'm sure somebody's going to get mad. Did you, get a, did you get a consent? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I do everything right, Mike. <laughs> they have to sign uh, form, liability forms to come in. And that also has the, you know, fo photography uh, mm -hmm. permitting me to take pictures and use pictures for the gym. Oh, so. I guess I guess you're going to teach that. You're going to teach us that how to, you know, get those forms and everything. Right. So. In, right. the, in the in the course, okay. All right, I'm yep. gonna move on to the next slide then. So I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna shut up. Somebody, somebody <laughs> comment on the chat box. Shut up, Michael, and let her talk. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, so that was just kind of like a the background I just talked about. You know, just what my background and what pushed me to want to to do this, to take the jump, because it's scary, guys, let me tell you, to leave your steady job and say, okay, I'm just going to jump in and do it. it. It's scary. But I can tell you that it was absolutely one of the best things I've done for me, for my career, for my family, just overall. So worth it. <laughs> you can go to the next slide. Okay. See, I was <laughs> shutting up there for a minute. Okay. All right. All right. So this is just a little bit about what I was offering. Um, so I had a sensory gym. So pretty much think about, uh, like I said in the live, your standard pediatric therapy gym. Um, I had the swings. I had a ball pit. I had, you know, just your standard gym. Um, and we offered uh, open play times where kiddos can come and play and just have an inclusive playground to um, have fun in mm -hmm. and, you know, get their sensory input that they need throughout the week. Um, and just for parents to feel this is a safe place for my kids to play where, you know, they're not being judged or, you know, sometimes it's difficult when you have um, children with special needs, but this is just an inclusive environment, a place where, 
Um, it has, it's easily accessible for kids of all abilities and just able to have fun. Um, we also offered uh, play groups. Uh, I based them off of, you know, a lot of the goals that we worked on in therapy. So some fine motor, some gross motor, sensory play, balance, uh, just based on things that we typically work on in therapy. Um, I offered birthday parties. Uh, we had some mommy and me classes too. Um, I also, like I said, I do a lot of research before I jumped in here. So I did even contact the OT board and just make sure that everything that I was doing and offering was acceptable and and um, within my scope of what I was able to do. And they even said that I could screen kiddos and just say, you know, I think that based on what I'm able to see, he yeah. needs, your child needs this, this assistance and they would benefit from from, you know, OT or PT or speech, and I could refer them over to their doctor to get um, orders for therapy, you Definitely. know, so that's I, a captured yeah. market there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, and, you know, the board said, you can have your, your um, license up, you can have your diploma up, whatever they are absolutely able to know that you are a therapist, you're just doing groups versus eval and treat mm-hmm. uh, services. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think, I think, that's where all this fear comes from. I mean, a lot of us here in the alternative career groups, we're so fearful of all this, this and that. Should I do this? Should I do that? Oh, it, it, no, how will I do this? And uh, I think I think what you did there is just awesome. You ask your board, hey, can I do this? We're yeah, right, right. We, we have so much. Clarification, so, but yeah. yeah. As a therapist, whether you're a PT, OT, speech, whether you're in a, even a PTA or a CODA, we have so much services to offer. It's not just insurance based. There, you know, this is cash based here. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of our cash based practice therapists right now, they don't even want to go insurance based because there's so much good. You know, they're making good money in cash based. Me, yeah. it's it's difficult for a cash based person to go to an insurance based system. Versus an insurance going to a cash. So, all right. Uh, before we go to the next slide, Giselle, uh, we got several questions. Uh, Jennifer D is asking, is this a membership type or a pay per session? Which, this is an awesome question here. Uh, is it a membership type or a pay per session? Uh, I can't see those. Yeah. Um, so I had um some open play sessions i mean you could just walk into the group but i also had the membership uh type so Mm -hmm. some people wanted to sign up and be able to come continuously and it just worked out for them to have a membership some just wanted to try out a class here and there or play group and so they did walk in um so it just depended on what was the right choice for them as a family but i did offer both there you go there you go I know a lot of uh, gym, they have that, you know, same thing, uh, you know, typical gym, like, you know, Gold's, Gold's Gym. So you got the membership type and then the paper right. session. Uh, I guess my next question, uh, uh, Giselle, <laughs> uh, since I'm the one asking you and interviewing you, uh, yeah. do you just accept, uh, you know, kids with special intellectually disabled or whatever you call that, special yeah. What do you, or do you accept also kids in the community, you know, whatever, if they want to join or. Yeah, absolutely. The gym is open for anyone that wants to participate. So it's not just Mm -hmm. exclusively for children with, um, 
special abilities. So, mm. Mm. oh wow, oh wow. Uh, there's another question here from Belissa. What's going on, Belissa? Belissa is uh, uh, one of a close friend of mine. Uh, she is asking, "Do you do therapy as well?" So I guess yes, right? Um. So we did groups. So groups. the board did classify it as group therapy. Um, I didn't do eval and treat. They did say that if I wanted to eventually open that up as an option at the facility, then I could have. I never got to that point because it was doing pretty well with what I was offering. So. I bet. I bet. Right. I bet. <laughs> so not unless you really not unless you really want to open up a small, you know, small room or a private room for an actual eval and treat. Right. And then charge right. insurance. I mean, who wants to deal with insurance? Insurance can be a hassle. So I was trying to avoid that, to be honest. Um, yeah. I was trying to do um, all what I, all that I could offer without going through insurance. But the board did say eventually if I wanted to do a voluntary, I could. I just needed to register it through the board. So how about charging yes. cash for the actual eval and treat? I mean, you can still do that, I guess. Right. And then have the parents submit the super bill or the receipts to their insurance. Um, that is an option. I didn't look into that to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But you're making good money. Huh? It could have been an option. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's this next question: Is how did you come up with the rates? That's Jennifer D. Jennifer D. How did you come up with the rates? That's her question. Um, I guess that will be more of your judgment call. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at uh, gyms in the area, not gym like. Not a gym like this one, because there really wasn't something like this in the area. But, you know, just thinking of like Gymboree and the standard ones that they do have um, and try to be comparable. My idea, honestly, was to be something that was easily accessible from, for all families um, because, I, I don't know, I didn't want it to be like super high priced. Uh, I want it to be easy for families to be able to pay this mm-hmm. and get this service for their kiddos. Cause I knew it would be beneficial, not only just for the play aspect, but for kiddos at that point, I remember there was a change in um, insurance where kiddos who needed prolonged therapy were capped or being capped. And I'm sure they're still having these kind of issues, but, um, and so I was trying to have it to where these kiddos that were being capped and and wouldn't be able to continue, could at least have some kind of continuation of care, even if it's in a group, but to have some kind of assistance still, and it won't be overwhelming for the families. So, you know, trying to help out in the community as well. So um, I guess a follow-up question there is, uh, how much is your membership, monthly membership, and the per session? I mean, do you mind me asking? Um, well, that's something that I guess we can delve into with the next class. But yeah, um, I would absolutely. I provide every little thing that I've done from equipment to pricing to everything that um, that I was that I used and did to start this up. So mm-hmm. uh, um, Jennifer D is, says here, is it? Is it the general type of corporation that you created or still a PC or PLLC? Um, I personally started with an LLC. 
Um, I think that would just be your call. And if you wanted to do a corporation or if you were doing it in a partnership or, you know, however you were going about starting it. But I did an an LLC when I started Mm -hmm. that. I guess the bottom line there is uh, you got to think, uh, you know, at the end in mind, do you want to do this as a, as your professional occupational therapy or ther- physical therapy uh, profession, or actually as a corporation that uh, you just want to open like a, you know, eventually scale it in a, as a franchise. So that's a great question there. Thank you, Jennifer. Belissa mm-hmm. um, is asking, uh, how is your gym different from the fran- franchise gym? I mean, I will see this is what do you mean from the franchise? Like which franchise? There are a lot of franchises out there, I guess, about uh, gyms like, like you mean this. Like a standard, like a gymboree type. Yeah. Or well, obviously, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, those are expensive, those franchises. Oh, yeah. Like those starting up for sure. I mean, I looked into that even before starting up. And that was like over a hundred grand just to start up. I was like yeah. way too much, you know, I, it just wasn't in my budget. So, yeah. you know, my husband and I just kind of said, well, we can do this ourselves. We don't really need to, to yeah. franchise. We can have our own ideas and our own, um, you know, with, with a franchise, it's difficult. I even contacted, we, you mentioned, we wrecked the spectrum. I contacted, we wrecked the spectrum and looked into that as well. And it's very, um, you don't have much flexibility to make it your own. You kind of have to stick to what the original franchise is. And so I wanted first off more Liberty to do what I thought was right for the patient not patience for our clients because it isn't patience, but you know, we always kind of think in that mentality. Um, and so they don't, it, that was more of a playground, like an indoor playground versus the having our skill set as therapists in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then budget wise, for sure, I can tell you it was a fraction of the cost to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. to do it on my own versus a franchise. So You know what? I love that question there because, and I mean, for me, I can, I can actually part, you know, not a lot of, how, how do I say this? A lot of uh, uh, outpatient clinic wants to partner up with me and me helping them opening up uh, their own clinic here in the area where I live at. And mm-hmm. I said, why would I partner up and get tied up with them? Yeah. I can do it on my own. Yeah. And that's the reason why, uh, you know, Giselle is here to teach us to open up on your own. You can decide on your own. You don't have to wait for a corporation or a franchise to, to get this approval because you cannot post uh, you cannot post this in their Facebook page. You cannot uh, put up a Christmas tree or whatever. Yes, and me, that's something you can't post. You can't even post your whatever you want to post without their permission. Like it's that strict. Right. And I mean, in my case now, I see my own patient. I send my PTA. And I'm like, well, if, if you're not available, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I don't have a boss to to you. So uh, nothing against franchises. They're good if you have mm-hmm. the money. But right. majority of us here are all, you know, quote, unquote, trying, struggling, uh, paying all our student loans and everything. So uh, mm-hmm. might as well do it on our, on our own terms. Uh, before we keep on going and diving deeper on all these questions here. But that's okay, Jennifer. That's good. That's good. Uh, we were, we will go on to the next slide. So I'm sorry. Uh, okay. We'll go over the there steps. 
overview of yeah of how to do it throughout this um throughout these slides so so just kind of my process like i said before i did a lot a lot a lot of researching and phone calls and paperwork and just getting myself ready mentally i am a big planner so uh just trying to prepare for what it was to start this business um it took a lot of time but like i said totally worth it it was about a 6 month preparing time frame of getting everything in the background ready um preparing what the gym would look like the equipment we would get and you know everything just ready until we did open up but i can tell you that that open in day we had in this is just my experience, experience we were actually it, the whole front part of it is the glass so you can see out you know to the street and out the sidewalk so we were actually uh as my my family my husband my kiddos my parents and we were all just kind of praying over the business and um that everything would go well and and just kind of doing us as a family and when i opened my eyes there was literally a line outside like we were they had two businesses on the side and then us here and when i go to the door there was it was literally out to the the side of past these two businesses next to us so it was just the best day to see your hard work even before you're actually open to have so many people that were excited to get in and just you know experience your your hard work so it's it's totally worth it guys i promise oh wow <laughs> Best You're day. wanting me to open up my own gym now. <laughs> Earlier, yeah, it's worth it. We Do were, it. <laughs> we were, before we went live, uh, uh, my friends, uh, we were just talking about, you know, how I'm encouraging my daughter, my eldest daughter. I want her to be a PTA so she could carry over all the patients I'm seeing right now. And eventually, if she wants to be a PT, you know, she can see my patients. And my second daughter, uh, she likes crafts and everything, you know. Who likes craft? Who doesn't like crafts, right? And mm -hmm. I want her to be a coda for now. And then we, I wanted her to open up her own sensory gym like this, and uh, they're excited. So, uh, thank you for for all this for for sharing all your knowledge here. Uh, Absolutely, uh, Giselle. Uh, before we move on to the next slide, let's answer some of the questions here. Sure. Uh, Lorraine and Belissa are asking, uh, how did you find? Uh, and finance the gym equipment and what is the startup cost? Um, so there's, I could give the cost for me personally, but there's so many options that there are. Like, I don't want to scare you or say you have to have 20, 30, 50, you know, however much thousand dollars, because I don't believe that's true. Having mm -hmm. the experience I have, I think that there are options to do it you know, with or without a huge budget. Yeah, There's so many small. ways to go about doing this. It, I mean, you don't even need a brick and mortar space, to be honest. So, um, uh, you know, tell me your budget. I'll help you figure things out and see what you can get doing. But I promise you don't need a huge budget to get something like this started. So I love her. I love your answer there, Giselle, because yeah. it doesn't have to be big. Doesn't. Okay. If you are watching right now, ACG or in our master class, uh, by the way, this is going to be recorded and it's going to be in, uploaded in our master class 
uh, in alternativecareershealthcare.com, whatever website that Emma has. Uh, but it doesn't have to be a very, very big investment. You can start yeah. small, like what Giselle said. You, do, you don't have to have your, you know, you don't have to start big yet. You can start small. Uh, you can either probably rent a small space in a gym, um, you know, simple stuff like that. And you providing that extra service, you could probably uh, rent a small area in an actual clinic, providing that extra service there. So there are a lot of uh, options there. So that's what Giselle is going to share uh, with us when, uh, with the with the with her masterclass with her program uh let me move on to the next slide there you go so just the steps that i took to start that i recommend starting with um first off you want to get all your ducks in a row starting with getting your llc well you can decide whether you want a corporation llc uh sole proprietorship just kind of based on how you start it do your research and figure out what's the best way to do it um, for your for your case and get those things done, get your uh, federal tax ID done, which is required for all businesses. Um, so start with those things. Then you can decide on location. Um, what's the best location? You want to have good visibility. Make sure you're in an area that has, um, you know, lots of kids. Like for me, I was looking for an area that had schools, that had daycares, that had a lot of kids facilities and that way I could connect and just work with these people around me um, and then talk to your realtor based on budget. If you're going to end up going into a brick and mortar uh, facility, there are big budgets. You can um, negotiate. You can do it. I, like for me, like I said, I started this with a budget. I was not looking into a big commitment because I didn't have that to start off. Um, oh, come my on, Michelle so Miranda doesn't have a budget? <laughs> my, no, I did have a budget. I didn't have a big, you know, big money to start. So my realtor helped me out in negotiating, and I actually got five months of rent for free in my, in my space. Oh, and wow. So that helped me to just get my clientele up and going without me having to worry, oh, well, I have to pay the rent. I have to pay this and that. That was a huge help. So get a good realtor, get someone who's going to advocate for you and get good rates for you and help find, um, you know, a, a not so expensive rental and even try to get a few months free if you can. If you negotiate and, you know, move your, your coins around well, you absolutely can do it. So. Okay. I like what uh, Giselle mentioned there. Yeah. Find a good realtor. Mm -hmm. What's what's the bottom line there? Network. Network. Your network is actually your net worth. If you have a good network in your community, you need to go out. Do you think I'm going to get patience right now in my own side hustle and business if I'm not really going out there and presenting myself as the dementia expert? No. And same thing with this. If you're going to start up with this kind of business, you have to network with other people and being that voice, you being that, okay, I'm the sensory lady or whatever, or, or kids gym, whatever. And you have to present yourself. This is me. You have to be the walking billboard in networking with other people, you know, whether they're a realtor, whether they're a physician, whether whatever, you know, network, go out there, talk to them, talk to them, have a good relationship. 
and mm-hmm. be the best therapist in, in your community. And look at that. How many months did, they, did she give you? I got five months. Of five free- months. Imagine that. If you have a space for like 1,500 or 1,200 mm-hmm. uh, uh a month that's already that's that's a good deal there yeah. so thank you for sharing there sharing that all right um before we move on to the next slide i know you're you're busy giselle but uh for all those other questions guys she giselle will be talking about this uh more more in-depth it's in-depth i'm running out of english sister more deeper she's gonna dive deep on on all these steps on how to start one, where to get those equipments and everything in our private masterclass. But for now, keep on asking. That way we can uh, extract more information from her. So Jennifer D is asking, do you use a general type of waiver from online or consulted a lawyer to write it up? I guess I'm going to answer that, right? Uh, Giselle, are you going to give us a copy and share your, your waiver or whatever uh, when we sign up on your course or on your masterclass? So in the masterclass, I will be providing uh, all of these documents. I'll pretty much give you the liability forms, the sign-up forms for groups, for memberships. Um, If you want to set up, you know, automatic bill pay, I'm going to give you all the forms you need. I'm going to give you even um, uh, equipment, like every single equipment I had with a link of where to purchase. Um, a layout of my space just to kind of give you an example while you set up yours. You can see how I had everything laid out in my in my gym. I mean, example flyers, example everything. You'll pretty much have it all to jump start your own gym. So oh wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you. Okay. I'm reading some stuff. All right. <laughs> uh, Jennifer D is asking. If you can see how old I am, I'm what looking type up. Of marketing did you do? Uh, no, uh, I'm reading. Do you allow families to have their home care therapist do the session in the gym to take advantage of the equipment? What's your policy about that? Well, I guess that's. Uh... Um, I had parents ask me about that. Uh, if they have the the membership, I mean, they can. Uh, they could pretty much come in and whenever they wanted to and have their therapists come to, I even had some therapists ask if they could rent out the space and have their patients come in, you know? So, I mean, there's so many options of what you can do with this, mm-hmm. this gym. So, I mean, it, it, it pretty much, if you were to open your own gym, this it's all up to you and what you decide to um, accept and, and do at your gym. So. That's the beauty of you owning that business. If you if you run a franchise, oh, you we can't do this. We have to ask the corporate. We have yeah, that's so true. If you own it, yeah, just go ahead and do it. You know, uh, like what I have uh, with another uh, uh, what's that? The other clinic that I was supposed to rent out with with uh, Ron French. He's an OT. He's the hand therapist. He owns the clinic, and I asked him one time. I think several weeks ago or months ago, I asked him. Hey, can I rent out a space? And he said, yeah, just come in. Mm. You know, simple as that. Right. So uh, Belissa is asking, what if we already have an LLC? You can either use your LLC or you can start on a, a new one. It doesn't right. matter. Uh, I think uh, uh, as long as uh, it's all related to your LLC. My LLC, my Tennessee Therapy Outsource, we have uh, different LLC under it, uh, DBA. So, yeah, you can either you, you can use that or start a new mm-hmm. one. So. Yep. All right. Okay. Um, let's go on. Move on to the next slide. 
there you go. Is this one of your client too again? Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, next step would be to set up your insurance and liability forms, which you were kind of talking about a little earlier. Um, so definitely you're going to need insurance to cover you in case of any accident, uh, any incident that happens at the gym. Um, I, it was actually, that was kind of something a little more trickier to find because of our specialty area, um, to find one that would cover for a, a sensory gym. And I did find a really, really good contact. Um, and like I said, with the masterclass, you're going to get even that all of my contacts that I used to cover insurance, to cover, to do LLCs, to do everything. So, um, you would be able to get these contacts too. Um, but he was a great asset and just made everything so easy to get insurance done. Um, and pricing you guys is not even that expensive as you might think. So very accessible. Um, but do your research and see, you know, which companies you think are best for you. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, speaking of the masterclass, when are we going to do the masterclass again? We talked about it earlier, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do uh, four weeks of the masterclass, just kind of, it's a lot of information. So just kind of spacing it out. Um, so you can get the most out of the, of, out of the course and the information. Um, so we will be doing starting on this March 2nd, right, Mike? Mm -hmm. four sessions every Monday evening. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to post it anyway in our, in our alternative careers group. Uh, and then I'm reading some of the questions in, in Facebook, but, uh, and if you are really, really interested and if you really want to take action, I would join in this masterclass that uh, Giselle is offering because I'm going to join. <laughs> I'm going to ask all these questions because this is what I want for my daughter uh, to start one. And we've been thinking about it. We, I just don't know how to and where to start. So mm -hmm. uh, like what Belissa is asking, what if you already have an LLC? I already have an LLC. All I need is some guidance and how to start this up, you know, and actually somebody pushing me uh, to really open it up. So uh, on, a, on a lower level of cost. So, all right. So uh, let me move on to the next slide. Uh, there you go. Mm -hmm. All right. So then you would um, start by establishing and researching payment methods. So how are you going to do your payments? How much you're going to charge? Uh, what services you're going to have to charge if you're going to sell products. Like I actually had developmental toys uh, for sale as well. So well, I had some extra income there, right? Yep. It's just a little extra things. That, and like I said, I had pricing for birthday parties. I had um, oh, yeah. for the just open play when they come to play for the groups, for memberships. I had developmental toys for sale. Um, so just figuring your prices and and the company you'll use to make the to for payment processing there you go <laughs> um mm -hmm. you know you want a good company that's going to be available for you if you have any any mishap or any question while you're going like i was just starting up and the company i had was i had a representative like that was set for me so i could easily text him throughout the day his name was mark he was awesome uh, hey, Mark. Of course, every mic is awesome, right? Mark, Mark. <laughs> okay. But mics are awesome too. <laughs> so 
So just like if I had an issue with uh, processing a payment, he was just easy to contact and say, hey, this is going on. How can I troubleshoot it? How can I fix it? Um, and just easy to communicate with. Also, the same company did all the record keeping for payments. So I had like weekly um, reports, monthly reports, everything just kind of helping me keep on track of what were um, the payments coming in and just, you know, the financial aspects of it. So you want to research and get a good company that will provide all of this for you for payment processing. I love how you said that because uh, a lot of us business owners, especially for those people who are just starting uh, right now, uh, we know how our services work. We know how to provide an awesome service, but we don't know how to sell. We don't know how to, where the charges goes in and et cetera, et cetera. And thank you for, 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 for your, I'm, 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 I'm sure you're going to be talking about that too in the masterclass. So mm-hmm. thank you because when I was starting up, how do I do this? How do I swipe a credit card? How do I charge this credit card? How do I accept a check? How do I open up my business account, checking account? How do I, you know, keep my record straight? What software do I use? Now I'm using QuickBooks and everything. So, uh, so thank you for pointing that out too. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, but before we keep going, there are some questions here also in Facebook. Uh, Chelsea said that's her dream of mine. Uh, she talked about financing. So, uh, or financing. Uh, do you know? Do you know where to get financing? Obviously, I'm going to answer that for you, uh, Chelsea. Okay. Uh, when you start your business, when you get your LLC and everything like that, you get your EIN, you get your banking checking account, you develop some sort of a credit and credibility in the business world. And that business world will start sending you some, uh, you know, just right now I got all this crazy junk mail. You know, you're pre-approved for $20,000. you are pre-approved for 300000 And then there you can start your, your, your financing. Uh, second, you can ask your family members. <laughs> you can ask your family members to, to, hey, can you lend me some money? Third, you can use your credit card. It's a good debt. You know, a lot of, you know, Dave Ramsey don't like that. But, you know, uh, you can apply for a business credit card and go from there and just pay it monthly again or pay it pay it off and just go slowly. Um, There's actually a lot of small business loans, too, that are helping out for small businesses. I don't know yeah. if it's based on state, but I know Texas did have a lot of options. I'm sure every state does. So mm-hmm. better. Um, like PayPal. Easy. I just uh, took out a loan from PayPal. They approved me of, uh, I think, ten thousand just for a startup cost on on my on my new business. So stuff like that. Once you've developed and start, you got your EIN, you got your checking account, you got your business name going on. Uh, then you can start your 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 small business loan. Uh, Jennifer said, "Can you give us a range for the cost to set up?" Uh, and operate the business the first three months? So like I said, for for me, for the first mm-hmm. three months, I didn't have much expense because like I said, I had the five months free of rent, which is, which is the biggest expense you're going to have if you do start a brick and mortar uh, facility. That's the biggest expense you'll have. And I didn't have that. So really my expense was the electricity bill, the water bill, and the internet. I had my utilities. That was all I paid. And it was maybe 200 bucks mm-hmm. for the utilities, not even. Um, so that was my monthly expense uh, mm-hmm. starting off. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's just part of cost of business. You know, it's it's part of it. Uh, you know, internet mm -hmm. and uh, there's another question here from Larissa. How many kids do you need to be? How how many kids do you need to be profitable to even cover overhead? And how many employees do you have? And any age limits on your on your clients? Um. So I didn't have age limits. I guess. Pediatric. I can still play there. Just kidding. <laughs> I had, I had, um, I'm going to say my oldest client was maybe 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't say like just till six years old or anything like that. Yeah. It was just based on, um, developmental cause you know, think of the developmental age too, you know, mm -hmm. or to participate in the groups and things like that. So, um, yeah, I didn't have a really a cap on age, really. But I guess that could be based on your judgment on what you want to provide in your gym. Um, the other question was employees. I didn't have, well, I started off by myself. I started by myself. And as it grew, what I did was I had a CODA student. Mm. Uh, I had a CODA student that I hired part time and was helping me out. So, and that's just, that's, you know, we handle it and then my husband and I would work and I had family help out sometimes too. Like my mom, my kiddos, my kids would help with bleeding groups. Yeah. And it was awesome just to have, it was very uh, family business. So um, that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I guess my, 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 I have some question here. How about mm -hmm. infection control? Um, so I cleaned everything. Um, I had a protocol really. Mm -hmm. And, you know, checkoff list of what was in like for the ball pit. Mm -hmm. Every few weeks we did clean out everything. Um, we cleaned off every evening, certain equipment. Um, so there are ways to keep everything clean and prevent okay. infection and things like that. So, so are you going to share us your policies and procedures too in this masterclass? Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Everything needs to start off. So I got a question on those balls. Let me go back to those there. Do you yep. clean each one of them? <laughs> I, yes, my husband really? clean the balls. Yes. Yep. Really? Oh, clean. wow. Yep, it was a process. But, mm. you know, the ball pit is what the kiddos loved the most. They loved that thing. Mm -hmm. So definitely worth it. it it's, a, it's work to clean it, but it's not an everyday having to clean. So, mm -hmm. um, okay. yeah, All it was right. worth it. Well, of course, you know, you just tell the kids, you know, not to poop and pee there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never had that kind of mishap, thankfully. Hey, you'll never know. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go on to the next slide. Uh, there you go. All right. So this is one of my kiddos in one of the groups. We were doing a fine motor handwriting group. Um, so next step, purchasing your equipment. You know, what equipment you want to have at your facility. Um I mean, it's yours. You can pick what you want. I do provide a list of everything that I had with direct links on where to purchase um, if you wanted that. But you make this your own. You can get the equipment that you think works for you mm -hmm. um, and, you know, work on it based on your budget. Um, and then just make sure that everything is well secured and easily accessible for any kiddo. Like an example with that, um, I had some kiddos that uh, were in wheelchair. So like in the I had a little waiting area for parents that were waiting when we were in groups. Um, but I also had a little gate to go before you would go in. 
because if I was, if I had a group in session or anything that, you know, I didn't want just anyone running, running in. So the gate was there, but the gate completely could just swing open or you could completely take it off to have my kiddos in wheelchairs be able to get in and out of the gym um, easily. And just so, I mean, we already had that mentality as therapists to make mm-hmm. anything accessible for all. So just keeping that in mind and, and safety in mind when you set up equipment, make sure everything is well secured and no um, edges where they can get hurt or anything like that. So, oh, wow. um, and then establishing your play groups. So this as well, you can make your own. Um, I had play groups based on fine motor, gross motor, uh, sensory play. I had some for balance, handwriting. Um, I had lots. I had mommy and me groups. Um, so many groups that we were offering. Um, but your schedule, you can pretty much make your own too. Like I would change it up when I had when it was school year. Most of my groups were after school hours because I knew during the day they really I wasn't going to have any, you know, any movement, anyone coming in because they were in school. I had a few mommy and me groups in the morning. And then from there, it was just open play. And then I had my groups in the evening. Um, Then during breaks like Thanksgiving, we we could do even we did a camp. So, you know, had them for two to three hours participating in, you know, camp activities and then. Um, they'd go home. Uh, summertime, you could do groups uh, during the day because they're they're looking for something to do throughout the day. You know, they're at home, yeah. bored. So you can change up your schedules. You don't have to be rigid on that. And parents actually appreciate it because, you know, their schedules change when their kids' schedules change. So you being flexible with that and changing uh, depending on uh, school schedules really helps parents out too. So. Mm-hmm. And you are not considered a daycare, right? It's just a group yep. thing. No, yes, daycares. Uh, check your your laws and regulations, whatever word it is, I guess, because um, I know that each state is probably different. But mm-hmm. for here, um, a daycare. This is not like a daycare. A daycare has a lot more policies and procedures yeah. mm-hmm. and permits that need uh, to be in place for this because we do parent supervision for pretty much all of it. Um, You don't need as many and it's easier to go through the process Um, for the camps. There's a minimum. So you can only have like the kiddos for two or three hours. There's, there's like a cap on how long they can stay because it's not considered a daycare. So I would check each, you know, County state um, just to make sure that you're following the correct procedures or policies. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, um, what else? Who, who here in the chat box, if you are still in the live or in our, in our, in our webinar, who here has their head, you know, brain spinning? Type in spinning because <laughs> my brain is actually spinning now on all the possibilities on how to promote this, partnering up with churches, partnering up with schools, partnering yeah. up with, uh, you know. Oh, uh, kiddos you know, uh, actual clinics and just being, you know, being, (laughs) doing what we, what you really want. You know, I'm a PT, obviously, you know, I'm a geriatric PT. I'm Mm -hmm. a dementia, you know, dementia practitioner, but 
I'm also a businessman and I'm thinking long term for my my kids. And this is the perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> my wife would love this. You know, <laughs> uh, Belissa said, you know, uh, Anita said she her head is spinning. Nicole is spinning. <laughs> Belissa has a special needs mom. My head has already been spinning. Imagine that. <laughs> and here's my special challenge for you today, guys. If you are in the webinar or even in the chat box in, in Facebook, Join the masterclass, learn from, uh, learn from uh, DeSalle, and don't stop. You got to take action, guys. And this is the perfect time to take action with all this stuff going on in our, in our field. Yes, you're going to invest money. I mean, it's very, very minimal investing in, in DeSalle or in our masterclass. That's not even, let's not even talk about that. It's very, very affordable. But yes, you're going to invest in your clinic or in your whatever, you know, whatever uh, sensory gym, but it's all going to be worth it. She's done it. And if so, if somebody can do it, you guys can do it too. We can do this. Okay. So, uh, all right. Okay. I'm going to go on to the next slide. <laughs> is, there any, is, there, is there any next slide still? There you go. All right. Still. So this then comes the fun part, preparing your gym and you know, setting up the equipment how you want it, making sure there's a good flow and safety throughout, establishing your, your business signs, your banners, your, you know, the hours on the door, and just making it all nice and pretty to get started. Are you going to teach us, you know, the proper color and everything? The proper color? Yeah, I mean, I'm not an interior I mean, designer. I mean, I mean. You, you can make it your own. You can do any color. My color was green. I liked the, I had like the um, emerald green mats on the mm -hmm. floor, you know, that's kind of what I went with. And I'll be, sh I mean, I'll be showing more pictures and things in the masterclass, but okay. um, yeah, you can make it your own space. You guys, this is yours to do whatever your, your mind dreams of, you know, this is your space. Um, but you guys, the biggest tip I can give you is marketing. Do not wait until you open your doors to market. Start from the moment that you are even planning this. I marketed for months before I even opened my doors. And that's why I had that long line outside my door on opening day. Because you got to create a buzz. You got to get people excited that your doors are opening and that you're offering all these great, cool things. Um get people excited, you know, marketing, social media, reach out to local businesses. Like I said, I made sure to find my location where there were lots of schools, lots of daycares, um, even uh, therapy centers, because you guys, those are our biggest allies. I mean, we help each other out as therapists and uh, as therapists, we want the best for our clients and they want them to go to places that, that can be inclusive for them and their needs. So you know, um, check out what, don't just look at the location, like the place, look at what's around you and how it'll benefit you, um, in your business too. So get creative with your marketing and yeah, make sure to start before you even open your doors. Network, network, network. network. So that's the key there. Go yep. out in your community, you know, and, and I like what, uh, Giselle said, you don't have to wait for your actual brick and mortar to start to start marketing. Start as early as now. You are the walking billboard, guys. You are the actual walking billboard. You know, if if uh, speaking of that, create a shirt. You know, when you go out to your community, create a shirt. Hey, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever name. For example, in my case, I want to put it like uh, 
whatever, a Chua Sensory Gym. Let's just say it like that, Chua Gym or whatever. And, you know, and then they'll ask you, go out, bring your business card, bring your book or whatever, and, and just go out there. Keep giving out those flyers. And like what the Giselle said, do start doing in-services. Mm-hmm. Start doing those in-services and uh, everything. Yep. Belissa said, should we get certified in anything? No. No need to. <laughs> if you I mean, want certification, get my certified dementia practitioner. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> But, I mean, I guess that's a preference if you want to get certified in some, mm-hmm. some other service you want to provide, but it's not necessary to open a sensory gym. There you go. There you go. We already have the skills, guys. A lot of people here who are actually watching or in our group, we're all therapists here. Mm-hmm. We have we already know 99.9. We are we know 99.9 percent better than the average Joe outside walking outside. We all have the skills, whether you're a PT, OT, CODA, PTA, speech therapist. We are all qualified to open up this uh, type of business. You know why? Other people are opening it. They're not even therapists. That's true. (laughs) All they have is the money. (laughs) We may not have the money right now, but if you have the skills and actually the, 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 the guts to start doing this business, you're going to be okay. Uh, uh, Lorraine is, uh, has a question here. There are a few sensory gyms here already. How do we set ourselves apart? Lorraine, you set yourself apart by being the best that you can be. Okay. You, you, you set yourself apart by being the best that you can be. And don't look at your comp- competition. Okay. Look at them. As your allies, copy well, them. You know, I'm sorry. Mimic then. them. Mm-hmm. Copy them, mimic them, and quote unquote, try to partner up with them. Well, and you know, with any business that you start, there's going to be other people that have the same or similar business in anything that you do. So just you don't have to look at the competition. Just focus on. Uh, bettering your yourself and your business and making it the best that it can be. And clients will come. They'll see that. They'll see the difference between what you offer and what another business offers. And they'll, they'll come. There's plenty of customers, clients to go around. So don't be afraid of a little uh, competition or other gyms that are out there. I love that. I love that, Michelle, you when you said that. The more the, the more... Uh, this is this is how it, it that's well, I'm running out of English, guys. Okay, it's way past my English time. I run out of English talking to my patients. All right, actually, that's actually encouraging, Lorraine. It means there is a market in your area. If there are a few sensory gyms there, it means there's a market there, and you still that you still need to set it up there. All right, uh, Ruth mentioned you. We really should start thinking out outside of the box. Now is the time. That is so true. That is so true, Ruth. Now is the time. Now is the time. All right. Okay. Uh, let me move on to the next slide. There you go. All right. So this is just, just tell me this is also your picture. Yeah. All of these are my pictures. <laughs> they painting on the mirror that we're doing um, shaving cream. Really? Oh, shaving cream. <laughs> See, I don't even know what <laughs> they're painting in the mirror. It's like, I'm going to slap my kids. You know? <laughs> so they're do- oh, gosh, that's fun there for yeah. kids, of course, right? Yeah, for people who are cleaning up, I bet it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> um, This is just a motivational slide. You know, give it your all. Enjoy. Don't give up. You already know that 
um, any business will be hard work, but it's worth it in the end. And with this business, it's so beneficial that you can uh, involve your family. It's so rewarding to become uh, like family with your clients and just see uh, how you're making a difference in their life and in the community. And it's just worth it in the end. And you guys, you can do this. If I was able to do it, you can do it. Uh, it's it's uh, not as difficult as it seems. So hard work, yes, but worth it in the end. You know what? I love that. Just I, I love that. You know, one one thing I know about you right now, guys, I may not know all of you who are watching and listening in this video, in this webinar, in the Zoom or in the Alternative Career Group. But one thing I know, if you are listening and watching right now, one thing that I know about you, you want to be better. You want to do this because you want to do this not only for yourself, but also for your family and for also for your community and your patients out there. And that's what I want you to do. So if you are really interested right now in uh, joining this uh, masterclass with Giselle, and we also want to know if if it's going to be good, you know, uh, comment uh, me in the chat box if you really want to join, and we will share you the sign-up link where to sign up. It's actually alternativehealthcarecareers.com, but uh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to learn from Giselle and um, I just want to learn and, and do this uh, not for myself, but also for, but for my daughters, because my daughters, they're going to be PTA. They're going to be CODAs and I don't want them to, you know, be drowned in debt like me and uh, start their own business after doing two years of uh, PTA or CODA school and then start this, uh, you know, not being an employee, but being their own boss and being their own business owner. And uh, being the best for their patients, for their clients, and you know, achieve financial freedom. Yes, you know, it's not we're not it's not we're not going to be millionaires here, but at least we live a comfortable life in starting up your own uh, practice like this, and uh, just being, you know, being a valuable uh, person in your community because you're not only you're not only changing uh, your life, but you're also changing other people's lives through this type of business. So, all right. Uh, is there any next more? Is there any? That's the last, the last slide. Last slide. Oh gosh. Yeah. So fast. <laughs> I still want more. <laughs> any questions guys? I'll be more than you got any questions here. Uh, Facebook friends or. Uh, Kimberly said she wants to join. So there you go. All right. Yay. All right. Where was my Facebook thing? There you go. All right. Belissa said she wants to do this. So, uh, all right. Uh, Rayson said, yep, that's cool. Uh, Danielle, uh, is how many space do you need typically for brick and mortar? If I own a brick and mortar and would like to explore when I move to a larger square footage, what kind of space would be ideal? That's a great question. Um, my space was not large. Um, I had about a thousand one hundred square feet. I believe. It, was, it was not a big. It was not a big space at all. Um, and I actually had it slightly built. I didn't do much building to it really. Just painted and put the floors in. But I did make one uh, birthday party room, and actually that room was multi-use. I ended up doing you know the fine motor uh, groups there had tables and things like that. And then that's where birthday parties were done. And that was pretty much all of the 
I guess, construction thing that I did, but the space was really, was not large at all. You don't need a big space. You, you can make something great out of a small space. So you know what? That's so good. I love that. You know, you don't have to have a big space, start yeah. small and grow from there. I love right. that. Uh, Yolanda, I think has a question. She's raising her hands up. Yolanda, do you have a question sister? Let me allow you to talk. There you go. <laughs> no, I was just saying I was interested. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do this, Yolanda. <laughs> uh, there's hey, another. Trying to figure out how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Yolanda, she's all over. So uh, uh, somebody also raised her hand. Uh, Ruth, do you have any questions? No, no questions and error. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to lower all your hands now then. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, let me go before I let you go, Giselle, there are some more questions here. I know you're, you're, I know you're busy. Uh, Gioti Dumali Digawalekar. Hope I'm saying your name right, Jyoti. Uh, she said she missed the beginning of the webinar. It's recorded in our group anyway. And uh, she's asking how much roughly does it cost to open a sensory gym? This includes space, renting equipment. Um, she, uh, Giselle answered that earlier, but it's basically depending upon you, how much you want to put in in your equipments. I would say how much is the minimum equipments that you recommend you sell? I mean, how much? $5,000 is enough, you think? $3,000? Oh, absolutely. You really don't spend a lot on the equipment. Most of the mm -hmm. things you can you can get for very inexpensive. You guys, you don't have to buy expensive equipment to make this, make this work at mm -hmm. all. Um, the balls yeah. are, I mean, you can buy those balls and fill yeah. a, a big tub of small swimming pool. That's that it, right? You know, the, buy the, Amazon the, or eBay. I would say for me, the most expensive thing I bought was the ball pit. Mm -hmm. That was the most. From there, everything was very inexpensive, you know. Amazon, go to Ikea, things like that, guys. This is not uh, the most expensive part of it is going to be if you have to build out the space. But if you find a space that it's just open and has what you need. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have to uh, do such a big investment. the 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 biggest cost, overhead cost, will be your rental space. So, like I said, if that's not in your budget either, then there's so many other ways to do it without having to rent a space. So, just think of your budget. You know, we'll be answering questions like that on alternative ways to do it. That isn't a brick and mortar space in the masterclass, too. So, you know, so many ways to go about this. Now that I have the experience, even I think I would have started a different way, to be honest, because there are other ways to do it. And I and sometimes we don't think of them, but there's so many ways that we can do this based on our budget. So I, I like what you said there. I always say I like what you said, but uh, <laughs> or I really like what you said. Because she said she did it 
this way before and we're learning from all her mistakes mm -hmm. and uh, i have a speaker coach right now i pay him top dollars for him to teach me how to be a, a you know a speaker you know do whatever what i'm doing you know being a ceu provider and everything and wow. uh, he would always tell me michael if i'm going to start all over again i'm going to do this and i'm learning from him i'm learning from him but same thing here you know if you want to start your own like this uh connect with uh connect with uh with Giselle. I'm gonna dispute there. Connect with Giselle and come join the uh, the master class group that we're doing every Monday, and then we will go from there. Uh one more question, Giselle. I know you're busy. Uh there were two more. After this, we're done. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Belissa is asking, how do you control noise for sensory sensitive kids? Um, like in the gym, um, I had, I actually had a section, a little nook that was more of a, um, a relaxing section. You know, it was, um, I had books, I had, um, a little carpet and things that they can lay down. It wasn't in the noisy area where all the kiddos were playing. So there was an un little unwind, uh, section in the gym that they could, go in and, and slow down. And actually it, during one of my days that it was very busy, um, one of, uh, one of my moms mentioned that she was really grateful for that area that her son was able to go and just kind of decompress and relax because it was a little overwhelming for him. And then mm -hmm. able to come back out and continue play when, when, uh, he was ready. So. Oh, wow. I mm -hmm. guess it's, it, that's where your being a therapist comes in, you know, uh, how you, uh, you know, try to dis in what you call this in 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 disinhibit or inhibit the the patient or whatever whatever you call it. OT. We, we have the knowledge yeah. base to make this yeah, the there you go. space for our target client. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you can absolutely just use your therapist mind and you know think of anything that could happen or would happen or that our kiddos kind of go through and incorporate that into your space and what you think would be beneficial for them. So. All right. All right. And, uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole is, Nicole is asking here. I missed the beginning. Did she share pictures of her setup in a small space? She showed some of the picture in, in her group or in, in the PowerPoint slide. And, uh, she will show more in the, in the masterclass that we have. So again, uh, thank you very much, Giselle, for this awesome interview. I really, really appreciate you. And for those inter people who are interested, shoot us a message in our in our group, and uh, and we will share you the sign up link. So she will do it uh, on March. We're going to be doing it for four weeks. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, you know different different steps and how to start your own sensory business and everything like that. So come and join that group while it's still available and affordable. And just to be honest with you guys, the the price in the masterclass is very affordable. How much is it? Is it 30 bucks a month? You sell, I guess, right? 30 bucks a month. You get all the access on all the interviews that we're going to be doing. But here's the thing. Once we're done with that recording, that recording that Giselle has, it's going to be her her own course, and she's going to sell it for a pretty pretty big price. So uh, is that how you say it? Pretty big price or uh, <laughs> higher level price? 
So grab it as early as now because uh, it's still affordable and it's it's on our beta, you know, called beta testing for now. Uh, 30 bucks a month to join. Uh, I think 300 for the whole year. And then after we, we record her course, she's going to raise up that uh, that price to a higher level price. So get it as early as now. Um, I recommend. No, I mean, it's it's a win-win situation for Giselle and for you and learning from her. All right. Uh, any last parting words for us, Giselle, before I let you go? No, just motivation, you guys. If you really have been dreaming about doing this, it's doable. And it's, I mean, I'm here to guide you guys and help you in whatever questions you have. So feel free to join and we'll be more than happy to help you out and, and actually excited to help. Uh, and just from how well it went for me and what a difference has done for me to help you guys to, to reach that too. So um, I'd love to be in an asset for you guys. Awesome. Again, thank you very much. I appreciate you alternative careers group and the uh, webinar group. And before I let you go, always remember the word fast F A S T F A S T do it fast. All this stuff that we're doing, do it fast. Why? Because letter F is find friends that will push you to your next level. You are the average of the five people you are hanging out with. Right now, I'm hanging out with Michelle, and I want to be like her. I want to be just awesome. Miranda, I want to be awesome. <laughs> and I just want to be awesome like her. So hang out. Join the masterclass group because you're going to learn a lot, not just from me, not just from Michelle, but the rest of the people because you are the average of the five people you hang out with. All right. So if you want to be a winner, hang out with the winners. If you want to be a loser, guess what? Hang out with the losers who keeps on complaining about their life and they're not taking any action, right? What's the next letter? Letter A. You got to learn how to take action. Giselle analyzed and analyzed for six months. She analyzed for six months. Guess what? It. She took action and implemented this uh, program and now she's enjoying it, right? So take action, guys. Take action. What's the next letter? Letter S. You got to learn how to shoot for the moon. Why? Because when you keep shooting, guess what? You're going to be eventually missing it and you're going to be landing with the stars. You're going to fail. I tell you now, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. Right now, I'm I'm getting a text from my wife. We're going to eat. I'm making a mistake. <laughs> so, you got to learn how to keep shooting, guys. You're going to fall. You're going to fail. Might as well fail forward and learn from Giselle. All right? So keep shooting. Keep shooting. Next letter. Last letter. Letter T. You got to learn how to teach it, you know, because when you hear it, you forget. When you see it, you remember. But when you're actually teaching it, you're actually understanding it more. And that's what Giselle is going to do with us. She's going to teach us how to start a sensory gym. All right, Giselle, any last parting words? I know. <laughs> yes, I will be sharing uh, the website and it'll, be having, it'll have the info too on how to join the masterclass and everything and just more information on what it'll offer. and and all the benefits that you'll get from joining. So I'll be sharing that pretty soon. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Giselle. I appreciate you. And again, be awesome. Be great. Be excellent. Thank you again, ACG. And I'll see you around. Thank you, Giselle. Appreciate you. you. (laughs) Bye-bye.
I hope you enjoyed the show. Check out our website at drmikechua.com or alternativehealthcarecareers.com for more information. Again, ACG, be awesome, be great, be excellent. Thank you and hope to see you on our next episode. Goodbye.